what up, 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 and I'm gonna keep saying what up, what up, what up until I hear the damn hand claps, man. Yo, what are you doing over ready. there? You said Yo, we go through this every week, man. Yo, what's going on, party people out there, man? Welcome to another edition of Married to Hip Hop, Not the Drama with Tracy Lee. How y'all doing, man? The bi-weekly episode that we got going on, talking about anything and everything in hip hop, without the drama, of course, but from a growing up perspective, man. So... Without further ado, before we get into the topics of the show and all that, you know what I'm saying, because we got the good doctor, Dr. Deer, coming through talking about mental health, you know what I mean, from a hip-hop perspective, I'm going to introduce my people, my co-host, yo, Blinks, what up? What up, what up? Yeah, forget the sound, man. Yeah, he did it. No, no, shout out to the sound guy. He got, he got that part right. <laughs> he was late. Forget the sound, man. He was late. You know what I'm saying? How you doing, man? How how was your week or your last two weeks, brother? Yeah, I see you and the missus got the matching specs going on over here, man. Matching, but you know, you know what I mean. Oh, that's how y'all do. Y'all in sync, y'all. You know what I mean. Y'all so y'all so cute. Y'all so cute. Oh, oh, what the? You know what I mean. The next in line is the missus, the queen, Kit Kat. What up? Yes, 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 yes. Can I get a clap? I'm oh my God! Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me tell y'all something real quick. If y'all just tuning in to, for selfie. the first time, he's taking selfies. Yo, the sound man. Yo, he listen. He is bananas. He's always off. What's going on? Sound effects, man. The sound effects. Yeah, please oh, don't yeah, there's confuse a difference. him with I'm sorry, the sound guy. <laughs> <laughs> they like, don't put him in our category. Yo, shout out to Rob, man. He was like, yo, let's get this straight, man. I'm the sound guy. He's the effect effects. You know what I'm saying? What up, Kat? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing, Trey? I'm good, man. I love the spectrum. I, I told you that earlier. I'm trying to be all type of colors. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to bring the colors out. It's spring, you know. It's, yeah. Yeah. Plus, it's, it's it's shimmying off the off the wall. Like it's the, all hip hop, you know but you didn't saying? see the bag. Did you see the bag? Nah, nah, nah. Okay, people. I know my podcast people. You got to oh, not that bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I got Brooklyn. I got Brooklyn on my back. Yo, BK all, all day in here. Day. You know what I mean? Last but not least, the Miss Lori Lee. I'm repping for B Moore. You know what I mean? Yes. What's up? What's up? Randall's town. What's, what's going on though? I see you, you, you colored, you I know mean, what I'm, I'm saying? Look, I'm ready for the weather. You want some bedazzling I'm, I'm, yes, thing? Yes. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying. I'm trying to bring in spring. Yo, your man over here. He, first of all, he don't know when to come in with the claps, but then when he does come in with the claps, he's overzealous with the claps. <laughs> so Thank you, Tone, for all the things. Everything you. good, though? Everything's good. You, you know, know I mean? I'm happy to be here without all of the drugs from the, <laughs> because of the, uh, what? the allergies, the man. You know, oh. these last couple shows, it's been killing Yo. me. For everybody in the D.C. area, man, I feel bad for y'all, man. Or at least in this area that got, you know, allergy problems. This is the worst place to oh be, man. Gosh. The pollen is bananas. And this, so, year, this year has been exceptional. And, and my so wife's I'm going just, through I'm it right now. I'm just happy to not have a headache. That's what up. That's what up, man. Well, good to have everybody here in one safe sound and in their right mind and all of that. And yes. speaking of yeah. which, we're going to segue into that. 
you know, we got the good doctor coming on before, you know, uh, 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 is it is it now? Are we no, ready? No, so we no, skipping we gotta the, get to him some music yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before we get to the good doctor and we start talking about mental health, because I know that's a serious situation going on right now, especially with all the hoopla going on in pop culture right now. You know what I mean? We're gonna get into some music and then we're gonna come back and talk to the good doctor. Yo, Blinks, what up, man? That's Kid Cuddy, right? Uh, this might be the only record I like by him. Might be. You too, right? I toss a turn, I yeah, this beat, yeah, this record is crazy. Oh, I do know. Like he's one of the most courageous people I've seen. Yo, he put it, he put it, it all out there. Yeah. He put it all out there. Right? Yeah. He put Him it all out there. But didn't he um get into it with, like, after he put it out, was it was it Jake Cole? Somebody, like, made fun of the fact that he was... Really? It, they were going back and forth on Twitter or something like that, I had heard. It was who? No, it wasn't Kanye. I mean, it might have been him, too, but I was, it was somebody else. I thought it was, like, a Jake Cole. Because he put it all out there. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. So, I know we're going to get to talk to the doctor, but... You know what? I'll just wait. I'll just wait before we get into it. I'll wait till we get into it. Thank you. Hold the phone. The long Mr. Solo does. He's on the move. Can't stop me. Shake the shade. I have it. Within his dreams, he's the life he made. The pain is deep. A silent sleep. It's got a nice, like, bounce, though. It's about. What is he talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to play a string of records, you know what I'm saying? But of course, you know, we get into what we get into and then time gets past us. And so here we are. It's about that time, man. Yes. So I want to introduce our guest today, Dr. Adia Winfrey, better known as Dr. Dia, is a rap lyricist. Was that the Fire. wrong one tone? Again, again. Don't touch she nothing. Touch don't anything. touch nothing. Right now, don't touch nothing. Continue. <laughs> Dr. Dia is a rap lyricist. I, I'm going to smack the crap out of him. I said I swear don't to touch goodness. nothing. Go ahead. It's <laughs> a rap lyricist, published author, a, a curriculum, curriculum developer, if I can find my tongue. Um, pause. Mm. <laughs> I took pause myself. Wow. And mentor to our youth and around the world. She has been an advocate for mental wellness, wellness, social injustice, and hip-hop culture for over 20 years. Her doctoral dissertation, Healing Young People Through Empowerment or Hype, was the first to in integrate hip-hop culture with psychology theories and was the foundation for her first book, Healing Young People Through Empowerment a hip-hop therapy program for Black adolescent boys. She is a hip-hop activist and community organizer who has worked to improve mental health and build hopefulness within communities through multi-generational events and unique partnerships. So please help me give a warm welcome to our guest, Dr. Dia. Hey, y'all. And, and I, I have to apo apologize off back, not just for um, the sound effects guy, but this is the first time I'm trying to read this from afar. So yeah, that's what's <laughs> up. Next time I need to have it back in my hands. Yeah. It's all good. All right. How are you today? How are you guys? We're good. We're good. We're good. Thank you for joining us today. So, Thanks for having me. 
So, so can we just jump right in it? Like this, Please. this is very fascinating to me how you're using, you know, hip hop and the culture to be a remedy of sorts for people going through, you know, me mental challenges or mental mental wellness, uh, uh, mental wellness or mental health problems. Should I say? Tell me, how, right. how do you, how do you use this? Like that's that's fascinating to me. Yeah, so the thing is, like, with our young people, they're already connected to hip-hop. They already are into rap music. And so what I'm doing is taking something familiar to them and using it to spark dialogue, but also to help them learn information about mental health issues and emotional wellness. So we'll take a topic like depression, and we'll be able to play a song where depression or symptoms of depression are being discussed. Mm -hmm. And we're able to talk about that. And that gets the youth to open up and share things that usually they won't share, especially in a group. Right. So, so, I, and I said this earlier when I was um, kind of advertising the show, um, that uh -huh. the first step to, I think, to, to, to a cure or to uh, a, a remedy is putting it out there making sure that you put it on the table because the more and more you keep it on the inside, the worse or, or the more it festers, so to speak. So I, I see exactly where you're coming from with that. Yeah, you know I mean? Now, Dr. Dia, here's... Um, so for me, I love Tupac, Keep Your Head Up. That's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite songs as far as, you know, mental health and just the, particularly in the black community. But yes. I also realize, at least for me, in my experience, I've come across a lot of the hip hop artists that talk about mental health have been men. So I heard, you know, Tupac, there was Scarface, Goody Mob, mm. and uh, um, Joe Buttons even. Mm. But until I think it was Love and Hip Hop, don't judge me for watching my reality shows. Nah, nah, um, you got it. You love got and it. Hip Hop, I, um, for what's now. the dude's name? Deb Atney's. Um, Oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, yeah. Um, um, I know you're talking about uh, Deb Atney's um, son. son. Uh, you know uh, what I mean? And that's yeah. when I first uh -huh. heard a female really talk about it. But how, have you come across a female rap voice, you know, talking about depression and, and mental health? That's a good one. You know what? Sometimes it, it's kind of masked the way people talk about it. They may not call it depression. They might not say the word suicide attempt. But they could be discussing behaviors that are symptomatic of those uh, disorders. So I can't think of any female rap artist off the top right now. But I think a good example would be like, um, oh, what's the song? Georgie Forgy by MC Light. Mm. So she's not really so much talking about. Oh, you know what you're talking right? about, Doc. You know what you're talking about. I see what y'all see. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm sitting up a little bit. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. You got to say. Brooklyn female rapper. Oh my goodness. George oh. MC Light. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but so y'all know the song. So, you know, she's talking about a real situation. She's talking about her feelings are getting real intimate and personal. And so that opens up the door for other girls who have gone through similar situations and getting them to talk and share. So you can take songs and they can be like stimuli to open up that discussion. And so even if they're not specifically talking about their own mental health issues in a way that we would like all laid out. They're giving us situation and context we can work with. Mm. So I have a question. Um, with rap music often gets a negative, uh, people look at it negatively and they a lot of times will attribute rap music to, to negative things that kids are doing or getting into. With all of that going on, how do you then get the parents of the kids that you work with to agree to use hip-hop as a way to actually heal? Mm. 
Nice. Mm, awesome question. Yeah. The the thing is, like, because I grew up to rap, you know, and so this was in the 80s and the 90s. And parents, you talking about hating rap. Like, that was, like, prime time for hating, you know, <laughs> don't hate rap music. They hated it. They detested it. What we have the benefit of now is that a lot of the parents, we grew up to rap music. So sometimes mm. we listening to the same thing that the kids are. Right. So it's less of a hard sell, I think, when it comes to parents. But, but the thing about rap, you know, there are negative messages. And with my work, I really try to take that negative and flip it into a positive. So we can use songs where they're talking about drug use, you know, or, or trying to make it, you know, a, a party song and then talking about drugs, but taking that and using it as stimuli again to get the youth to discuss and share and open up, but then talk about the negative sides as well. So, you know, and then it also gives us a good example and a framework where we can use the artists as examples. Um, one time I always remember when I was doing my hype group, uh, the first session, uh, we include songs by T.I., Lil Boosie and Lil Wayne. Uh -huh. And it was day one of the group, right? And it happened to be all three of them was locked up. So this wow. was again like 2012. Wow. And so when we finished listening to the songs, I'm like, do y'all see a pattern? Mm. And they're just like, all three of these dudes that we're listening to right now, even in some of the songs we're listening to, they were saying how they were never going to get locked up again. But all three of them were incarcerated. And so that became stimuli for us to talk mm. and a way to discuss, you know, money does not solve everything. Fame does not solve it. No doubt. So it, it led to a whole other discussion. So there's ways we can take what we would call negative and use it when we do it, you know, with intention, not just to, to tear the people down, but use them as an example for the youth to look at real life examples. Mm-hmm. I do have a question. Um, do you see there's a connection? This is the direct question about mental health between narcissism and low self-esteem. Ah. Mm. Ah. Mm. That's the hot button topic, boy. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Um, you know what? It could be, or it could be in some cases, an elevated self-esteem. You know mm. what I mean? Like self-esteem for things that are not even there. So it could go both ways. It could go both ways. Narcissism is a personality disorder. And so there are other things that play into it. But sometimes it can be an overcompensation for really feeling bad about yourself. Definitely. And 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 that's a great lead, but I'm not going. I'm not going to go there. Look, we already know what we're going. I'm not. I'm not, not going to do it. That was a softball. That was a softball. Like that's too easy. I'm not doing it. I want to pitch another one before you go. I'm not, not going to go there. I'm gonna wait on that. Go ahead. Um, so I wanted to ask in your in your experience, have you noticed that our black male teens are in need of this more than the females? Um, a and secondly. What can you, what do you attribute the increase of depression and suicide among our young, our community, the young, the youth in our community? Um, what would you attribute that to? As I will, I will hint that someone had mentioned to me that it could be because of the politics that we're in now. But I, from, I want to hear from a, your professional perspective. Okay, well, um, one thing I will note and mention, um, we are seeing increases in suicide um, attempts and suicide completion, but this elevation has been going on for several decades. Um, mm. It just was not receiving the attention that it's receiving now. If you look at the numbers, um, suicide has been increasing 
at a large rate among African-American boys between and young men between 15 and 24. This has been a trend that's been going on for a couple of decades now, but it was not, again, getting the attention that it's getting now. So on the one hand, um, you know, it's heartbreaking to hear, but on the other hand, I think people are being honest about what's going on because we had these suicides in our families and within our communities and we weren't calling it that or we were keeping it under wraps. Mm. Because, you know, we've kind of lifted the veil off. We're talking about it more openly. And I think, you know, that is, is sometimes a good thing. And your other, what was your other question? Um, oh, well, about- you kind of answered it. It was, it was, I was asking, is it more of our, our males than our females? So you kind of mentioned you, because you said the age group and everything. But yeah, yeah it was going up. Yeah. But the thing with, the thing with, with how we look at, at the issue between males and females. So like when I was working on my work as a dissertation, I did it for males, just kind of because I had to, to narrow down the population. But when I got out in the real world, you know, we, we heard a lot about black males and, you know, issues and things like that. But what I found is that our girls need this as well. It might not be as many girls, but there are girls that really need, you know, programs where we're talking about getting in trouble with the law or how to navigate systems, you know, because they're they're trying to trap the girls, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I don't want to hog, but I just have one last question. You can, and then you, I know you. No, 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 go ahead. Um, have you found any correlation between um, the teens that come through your program and um, those that don't have a father in the house? Mm. Mm. Wow, that's a good question. Um, you well, know what? It it really it really makes for interesting discussion because in a lot of a lot of the youth that come through, that is a theme. Like, dads not being there. And, I mean, that that goes across race. I'm about to not, say, for both know. genders. For both genders. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? both genders as well. I mean, it's a theme. And the other thing, it's like a lot of families where the grandparents mm-hmm. or the aunts are like the, the caregivers. Like, that's the theme. Across, across races, across genders. So, you know, part of that can be attributed to um, drug addiction and, mm-hmm. and, you know, this drug epidemic going on, as well as incarceration. You know, mm, we don't yeah, really think about yeah. that a lot, but incarceration is really affecting how children are being reared. So there are, you know, a lot of issues, but even in those families where the dads aren't there, again, it's like other family members stepping up. So, um, you know, I think sometimes we sleep on how important the extended family is, but in a lot of our communities, man, extended family is really the core family. That, that's right oh, in this generation. Without question. That's funny because I mentioned the same thing yeah. to Lori earlier mm-hmm. before we even started mm-hmm. this episode. But earlier today, I was talking about how from the age of one till the age of six, I was raised by my grandmother and by my aunt. And mm-hmm. I, I still knew who my mother was, but it was so different than mm-hmm. being with my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, yeah. and I'll just ask one quick question because no, 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 I know no. Tracy, I, we know nah, you. Nah, it's we good, know it's you. good. You know, Go so, so what, what, you know, at least from what I've um, heard um, and somewhat experienced with being around some black men is usually when they're depressed or going through some type of issues, they seem to gravitate towards, you know, drinking or um, smoking, whatever, mm-hmm. um, and even sexual activities, whether it's multiple partners or pornography or whatever. So how... Um, if, if you have come across that in your study, because you're the expert, um, how did you get them to utilize music mm. instead of going through those vices? Mm. That's an awesome question. And the thing is, 
I think like number one is becoming aware of what you're doing because you know, especially when it comes to the the uh, masking the feelings and indulging in certain behaviors, people might not even recognize that that is is what is going on. So calling attention to that first, and then secondly, being able to connect with your feelings, like the thing with music, especially when you're using it with intention, you can really let go and, and get into your zone and, and just have a quiet moment to even analyze how you're feeling. A lot of times we're on go. We don't take the time to do an inventory or a self-check or something doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good. We want to cover it up. And so um, when we start getting comfortable and 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 um, at ease a bit more with being with ourselves, it makes a big difference. And I'll encourage anybody, you know, to take time, listen to music and write, journal, take time to, to just be in your feelings and, and register what's going on. You know, don't be in such a hurt. Right. Which seems hard to do, but but you know it's worth it. It's mm-hmm. worth it for our own mental health. So so so, what are some of the signs? What are some of the signs that somebody's going through something mentally, so to speak, for lack of a better term? Like what what can we look for, or or is it just like before it gets to the point where the person is on suicide watch or something like that? Like what what are we looking for? Well, um, one thing to look at is changes in sleep pattern. So sleeping more or not being able to sleep. Um, changes in appetite, you know, sometimes with people, they may not be able to eat or it can go the other way. They're eating all the time. If there is some major life event that happens, so whether that be the loss of a family member, loss of a job, um, if there's some kind of natural disaster or some kind of loss in that way, that can trigger an episode. Because a lot of times with mental health and, and mental illness, it starts as an episode or, or it's um, an occurrence or an event that triggers it and it just kind of spirals and continues. So um, watching those things are, are often an indication. Um, if people go from, you know, being in social spaces to retreating and not wanting to be around people mm-hmm. and um, being isolated, that can be another sign as well. Okay, so based off of what you just said, right, and based on your uh, 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 professional opinion, right, Yeah. is, is, is Kanye uh, uh, going through some things right now? You know what? It's interesting. I, I would like to sit down and have a, con- a conversation with uh, Mr. Kanye. <laughs> why, why is that? Why is that, really, doctor? You know, really see where he where he is with it. Because, you know, we are shown a glimpse mm-hmm. through the media and through social media right. and mm-hmm. all these different things. But I really wonder how much of this is him and how much is it, you know, for show. Mm. You know, so I, I interesting. Really, do you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, you just don't know what this guy, because he is a, a marketing genius. He knows how to incite emotion, and he knows that people react off of emotion. So, mm. I don't know. You know, people want to be relevant, and, you know, the thing that, and I'm, you know, I'm good with everybody. Make your money, do your thing, but <laughs> not at the expense of our people like right. this. Right, know, right, I, I right, right. It's right. a marketing employee, but... To be honest, I don't really put anything past him. I mean, he sure. is displaying some interesting behavior, but you know, I, I would love to sit down and have that kind Three. of Let me get one last right question for you. Go. If you have somebody that's dealing with a mental health issue because of their environment, see, their environment is the cause of it. How do you combat that? Because they got to go back to environment, especially as a young kid where they don't have a choice is where to go. So how do you deal with that? That is an excellent question. That's excellent because that is a situation for a lot of people, a lot of adults as well. You know, we get into environments and, you know, that affects us. So one thing, especially for children, 
again, it's to find time, make time, create time for yourself to express and understand what you're seeing and feeling. We're often taught to just push our feelings down, ignore it, act like it's not happening, and that can cause problems in and of itself. So being honest and looking around at what you have or what the environment may be and giving your chance a time to express, like get those feelings out. Some things we cannot change, especially when you're a child, you know, right. you're in the situation right. you're in. But creating an outlet and a way to deal with it where you can keep your own mental peace. So, you know, that really, there, we, we think that meditation is a game or it's not real, but it's real. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Pete, that goes a long way. Your inner peace can take you far. So. Meditation, prayer, whatever you want to call it. Like, like that's, that's, yeah. that's. That's important to me. Yes, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what keeps my sanity. Yeah. I don't know about anybody else, but and and, and Doctor yeah. Absolutely. And Dr. Dia, knowing that, you know, at least growing up in our community, it's been so difficult to even think about mentioning the word therapy or therapist, right? right? And yeah. if you do, it's either you deal with it or you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Right? Just right. and when I say deal with it, deal with your issues, not deal with it and go see a therapist. So have you seen a shift in that? I mean, I'm starting to see more people talking about going to therapy. Me too, mm-hmm. Me too yeah. But uh, um yeah. How how are you seeing that? Our, and I'm specifically I think talking it's, about it's the still black young, it's culture. It's still young people that's probably talking about therapy. The, your grandparents are still telling you find Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's oh, right. Go sit down somewhere. You don't know word. what I went through. Go sit down somewhere. You know. So. It's true. It's true. And but you know what I'm finding as well because there is this new awareness of mental health even within our public schools. What a lot of public schools are doing was starting to be the trend is they're integrating social, emotional learning into the curriculum. So actually making part of the school day, understanding emotions, understanding how to deal with feelings. And so I've been able to go to different schools and bring my work there as part of the curriculum, as part of the regular school day. And so doing things like that is crucial because, yeah, the old way of, you know, deal with it, we see that's not working. You know what I'm saying? It it never worked. But I think that we're really seeing the negative effects of trying to act like something is not there when it's there. And so giving people opportunities to express, to tap into, to understand their feelings is crucial. And so, I mean, we have to do it in different ways. And even engaging the church, I think, will go a long way with our community. So I don't know when that's going to happen. Some churches are doing better than others. But um, I still think, like what you're saying, you know, people go to the church. So it was kind of time for the church to... Get in step. That's indeed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hey, listen, we can go on for hours with this topic, man. And you are yes. so good with the foundation and the groundwork that you have just laid thank about you. this subject right now. And we want to thank you. Matter of fact, we might have to bring you back next season because this is a very important topic in our community. I and mean, we want to thank you and congratulations. You. Yes. Good luck right. on the election. On the election. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? Can we shout this out? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can you please say it briefly, Dr. Dia, what you're doing? As far as, yeah. I am running for U.S. House of Representatives for Congress for Alabama's Congressional 3rd District. Yes. So, yes, y'all, yes. Hit the booth. Check the box for Winfrey. Uh-oh. It's all good. Okay, so so, so you know what? So, hopefully... When you win, we'll get you to come here yeah. as a conference person on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Already. So Already. everybody Already. down in Alabama Thank in the third district, make sure y'all go out You're and vote welcome. for yeah. Dr. Dia McClellan. Y'all give Thank her a hand. Wow. 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 W
you. Thank you so much, man. Wow, that was, she's dope. She's dope, man, because she gave it to us in a, in a perspective mm-hmm. we can understand. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Even in, in the kids, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm not, like, and I was going to say, I'm not surprised because she's used to working with, with right. kids. So you can see she comes off right. real relaxed with it. It's yeah. not clinical. Yeah, you know? and what I like about it is this is, and we, all topics that we cover is serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a deep right. conversation. No doubt. You know, let's right. be real. No doubt. And she made it engaging. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so, she, so props, props yes. to Dr. Dia. Props yes. to Dr. Dia. No doubt. Hey, Blake, what up, man? We got to hear some. Yeah, we got to hear some hot after that, man. This one's a creep, a creep up on Yeah. Lori Lee, you know this one? Um, so <laughs> far, I don't Kit Kat, you know this one? Nobody else care. Now you talk about a, a, a dude, a mental dude, and here's this Gemini thing going on, and, and we'll bring this up when we get my, when we get Lori's cousin involved, and we'll start talking about, you know, certain artists, like, you know what I mean? Somebody these Geminis, man. You know, but you, but you, yeah. Somebody these Geminis,
all stand tall to come back for more. Cause ain't nothing worse than when your son wants to know why his daddy don't love him no more. You can't complain, you was dealt this hell of a hand without a man feeling helpless. Because it's too many things for you to deal with. Dying inside, but outside you're looking big. While the tears is rolling down your cheek. Is that hoping things don't fall this week? Cause if it did, you couldn't take it. And don't blame me, I was giving this world, I didn't make it. Now my son's getting older and older and cold From having the world on the shoulders While the rich kids are driving bins I'm still trying to hold on to surviving friends And it's crazy, it seems they'll never let up <laughs> Please, you got to keep your head up See, that's the total opposite of this joint right here, and that has nothing to do with this episode. I hope y'all didn't hear Oh, we couldn't even get to the end. We couldn't even get to the end. But we're talking about mental health, right? Yep. And at the end of this joint, you know what he does. See, you don't know this record. No, what he do? He offs himself. Mm. That's why that song is crazy to me. So, you know, the yeah, like, so, you know. He said we don't need to go there. Yeah, it's crazy. It, but, I mean, I from an artistic yeah. perspective, it's crazy. But, you know what I mean? But nevertheless, can we get the theme music, please? Because I, I think somebody's coming through. I think somebody's coming through. Call the dancers back. Call the dancers back. We at the Clearport. <laughs> we coming in he's for a landing. He's walking. He's walking. <laughs> Intermediate finest man, my man Carl. What's up, baby? <laughs> Since I can't call you my cousin you know no more, you know what I'm saying? You know what? Hold on, hold on. We need some volume. We need some volume. Can we get Carl a little audio? Yeah, at least on mute. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got me? Yeah. Look, look what I got. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah, what's in it? What's in it? One. 
Trying, trying to be like Drake. You know what I mean? <laughs> since, since we brothers now instead of cousins, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. What's good, y'all? Ain't nothing, no, man. No, no, no. You know, it's a lot. Oh, a lot. It's a lot going yeah. on. It's a lot going on. It's always a lot going on. <laughs> when I do um, so, look, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot to cover. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's start off like this. Let's start off like this. We're going to start off with Kanye West. Oh, yeah. Exactly. We're going to start off with the Kanye West drama. Do we this have to? Do we have to? I, you know what? That's that's how I feel. <laughs> right, right. There's, there's a lesson that can be learned in this whole situation. Okay. So, okay. Let's get into um, it. I'm going to start it off like this. Before we get into the back and forth dialogue, yeah. something interesting that took place today, it, it has a direct correlation to the whole Kanye West episode, right? So I actually, I'm in New York, obviously. I attended, uh, the NABJ did a Millennial Media Summit. Okay. And we on this. We touched on this topic today. Okay. Um, and there was a panelist, man, who said something that I thought was so monumental. Uh, he was pretty much saying that um, it's not it's not really news that of what Kanye said. You know, we know that Kanye said something very stupid, idiotic about um, 400 years of slavery uh, that was endured by blacks being a quote unquote choice, right? Mm-hmm. So we need, look, that's not that's not really news because we know it's false. We know it's not true, right? Um, how about the role that the mainstream media plays in amplifying mm. and find this man's storyline, mm. giving even more of a, even more of a platform that he already has? Interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, so so how about the role that the media plays? If the media was able to just ignore him, ignore you know a stupid remark, oh, a stupid comment, what an interesting concept! <laughs> just ignore him. Wow, what an interesting <laughs> concept! But, but but you know what it is? You wow. know what it is? I, to, I, I told my friends this this wow. uh, this past because this is what made this is what upset me with the whole thing. It wasn't just what he said, right? It wasn't just what he said, but the fact that people are so gullible. They're so gullible, man, that they they because they, they put athletes, you put you put your favorite artists, you put your favorite politicians on such a high pedestal and high esteem. Get out of my head! Get out of my head! Get out of my head, Carl. You know, since y'all twins and all, get out of my head, yo. <laughs> you know, but that's that's the issue. That's the issue here, man. I mean, you know, people people put him in such his fans put him in such a high esteem and high pedestal. That they they hurt, they like crying, they're upset, they're emotional. I'm not emotional over anything that Kanye West says. Get man. out of my head! Get out of my head! Are you home alone? Get out of my head! <laughs> I'm home alone. Yeah, yeah, but you know. Oh so. <laughs> Was Lori talking to me? <laughs> no, no, he's Tracy. He's like this, like yeah. Check it out. I gotta bring up Ti. I gotta bring up my guy Ti in this situation because Ti is one of those guys who he's socially conscious, he's intelligent, and he's not afraid to speak up. All right. Now, obviously, him and Kanye have a fine relationship, but he spoke up. He addressed Con- he addressed Kanye, and they sat down. And I think they had like a back and forth four hour, four hour open dialogue about this. I don't know what got accomplished because uh, you know Kanye didn't seem to uh, agree with too much of what Ti said, but I still think that it was good that he called him out. And then he put that out there publicly to the people. It was part of the promotion. Um, huh? It was part of the promotion. Absolutely. I mean, he, look, he was silent. He's been silent for the last, what, year? Mm-hmm. He's been silent for a minute, and he comes out. He comes out when music's about to come out now. He's got Get out of my head. Get out of my head. 
Oh my lord! Get out of my head! You're scaring the children. <laughs> I don't have anything to say, man. You just took all of my thunder, son. Like you took everything that I was gonna say. I do have one other thing. You already know I got something to say. Right, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let y'all address let the news, man. Continue. Yeah, finish. Go ahead, finish. But get out of my head. Finish. Finish. No, nah, man, but yeah, that's that's all I'm pretty much gonna say. Um, the only the only cool thing that I think there's two there's two things I want to say. First of all, the funny thing that came out of it was the hashtag. Yeah. If slave was a choice. Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> you gotta love us. I'm not trying to be insensitive, but that was funny. Yeah, it that was, was funny. Too, it was funny. Some of the stuff I saw that. That was funny, but see, that's my thing. I feel like I like what social media did because after he came out with that whole Trump. Uh, rant and he wore the Make America Great Again hat. He lost like over 10 million followers on Twitter. I love that. Mm-hmm. Immediately, he lost like over 10 million followers mm-hmm. on Twitter and then they came up with the hashtag and they tried to bury him with the hashtag. Right. So, so I, I like what social media did. I didn't like what the mainstream media did, but I like the role that social media played and pretty much firing back at Kanye. And then, like I said, you had T.I. come up and, and, and you know, address the situation. Then a record came out of it. Did you guys hear the Ye yeah. versus mm-hmm. the people? Which I, I'm not gonna lie, I actually kind of like the record. I did because mm-hmm. they pretty much it was kind of cool. The concept they put the debate, mm-hmm. they pretty much put their debate content on the record. Yeah, crazy. you know, but there could be some mis- some some mixed feelings about that though. You know, yeah, yeah, so, yeah let's put it to the floor, man. I know so, everybody feels a certain way. Yeah, so for me, I don't, or should I say, I didn't um, get emotional. And I want to be clear off of what Kanye says or what anybody says. I don't put you know, athletes or or artists on pedestals. I will say, however, that I got emotional and upset at how someone is utilizing their platform, which is something completely different. And I don't care what, whether it was me, whether it was Tracy, Lori, whoever else, whichever you call or blinks, whichever one of us, if we know that we have an audience, it's not that people are idolizing us, but if we have an audience and we're utilizing the our the the the, the opportunity that we have to get someone's attention mm-hmm. and we're spewing mm-hmm. such ignorance, that's what I get emotional over. And at the same time, while we can all say that, you know, or some can say that Kanye doesn't affect my life, he doesn't do this, he doesn't do that, we need to be very careful about the time that we're living in with the person that is occupying yes. the office right now. Because didn't nobody pay attention to Ben Carson? No one paid attention to Ben Carson. But the person that's occupying the office, he tends to be someone that as soon as you show that you're his buddy, he puts you in a position of influence and of power. Or he uses you as an advisor. And so looking at Ben Carson as just an example, someone who's a surgeon who has absolutely nothing to do with community <laughs> development or housing. Right. You know, he's a surgeon, just mm-hmm. like Kanye is an artist, right? right? Yeah. And they were saying Ben Carson is a genius, just like they're saying that Kanye is a genius. Well, Ben Carson now is the head of HUD, and he's impacting low-income people right. as we speak. So when we think about things that Kanye is saying, Kanye is giving power to the Steve Bannons, to the Dave Dukes, to the people like the occupant of the office to basically take back all of the stuff that people who look like me and us, I should say, have fought for as far as, they, uh, as far as their forefathers and what they've done to us and how they need to provide us with some form of reparations in whatever shape or your form. And so for me, that's where I have the disdain mm-hmm. for what Kanye did in regards to utilizing his platform. So that's where I'm at with that. So I... um. 
Good point. When I, yeah, that, that was, that was, I don't even, actually, I should have let you do it because I don't even <laughs> want to follow that. But when we first talked about this topic, and then, and I know a lot of people are probably going to think that we came up with the topic for this show based on, you know, everything that's going on with Kanye. But honestly, the, we came up with this topic like months ago and it just time. happened. Kanye perfect just timing. happened to have perfect timing. But when we first decided to even add him to this, because um, I didn't want to make a mockery of the topic. Yep. At first, I was like, I don't want to give him a, my time of day. This is ridiculous. I don't want to go there. I don't even want, I don't, I don't want to play into what I know he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. So I completely agree with everybody that says this is just a ploy. This is, mm-hmm. this is a promote, you know, to promote an album. This is that. And that. But at the same time, I have to think, I, it, it, I, it, it's almost impossible for me to, to not recognize that someone who would go to that level to sell an album yes. has yes. to have some kind of mental illness yes. going on. Yes. Like there has to be. So while he is doing it for that, I still think that this man needs to get on somebody's couch and, and, and talk. Like it's right. just, it's, it's to, to, to bring the history of an mm. entire community that you belong to mm. down to the level that he has. It's just yeah. you you something has to be wrong. Something has right. to be wrong. I got a different view of it. Like, though it may be a ploy because of the time and he comes with an album, but I think the dude is really going nuts. I think he believes what he says. And look at the yeah. person he's That's following. Right. This free thinker nonsense come from that Candace Owens nuts. And she out here spewing this nonsense. And she's quote unquote an intellect spewing this stupidity for like you said, the white wing to follow and, and do all that stuff they're trying to do. But I think the dude's just going nuts. Y'all think it's a ploy to sell albums? I think he's in the sunken place. For real. Look at you his eyes. Look at his feet. You sound place. like a white man now. You should sound like a black guy. And, and, who, black and, and, and who are like, you trying to sell records to? Who is that. he trying to sell records to? Because if he did this to sell records to the community that has been backing him since the beginning of his career, this was completely not the way to do it. As you already pointed out, that he lost 10 million um, followers on Twitter alone. I mean, was it Twitter on Twitter alone? It's like you're gonna. You, I can't deal with you anymore. Like it's like you're done. Not that I was a Kanye fan and begin with, but you know. Before I, I go, what was you about to say, Carl? I was going to say, I got to go, I got to kind of respond to what Blank said, because I was about to say that. The sad thing about it is, don't get me wrong, I do think to some degree it's a ploy for publicity or whatever the case might be, but at the same time, I think this man believes what he's saying. If you saw the TMZ rant, I think this man truly believes that he's the big, like, he's the philosopher of this generation, which is crazy. I I think he believes that, though. There are four categories for this guy here. You know what I'm saying? There's the ones that support Kanye. Yeah, I understand exactly what he's talking about. Coming up with this nonsense. Yeah, slavery was a choice. Look at Harriet Tubman. Look at, you know what I'm saying? All these other people, uh, Nat Turner and all of that, like bringing up that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there was a choice. Get the, what is it? F-O-H, G-T-F-O-H, <laughs> whatever acronym you want to come in. Get the, without, with that. Get out of here with that. Then there's, oh man, I feel bad for Kanye. He's, he's <laughs> mentally disturbed. He needs some help. He needs a hug. He needs da 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 Right? There's that. You know what I'm saying? And that's cool because I'm sympathetic. I'm a man of God. You know what I'm saying? He's a black man. You know, if we can get him up and get him out of wherever he's at, if he's in fact there, he needs help. then fine. Then there's, hang him at the cross. Did you hear what he said? Yeah. <laughs> he said, 
Slavery was a choice. Hang him, crucify yeah. him, stone him in the public. Put the thorns on his head, make him bleed yeah. in front of everybody. You know what I'm saying? And then drag him down the street with horses and carriages and that. Whoa. Right? Then there's me. <laughs> just just you shit. by yourself, babe. Just you by yourself. I'm going to come sit next to you. I don't give a... <laughs> listen, Kanye don't do nothing for nobody in this nope. room. If you ran up on Kanye right now, he'd look at you like, yo, huh? Who, who are you? Except for me. Well, that's well he's story. giving hugs now. Excuse my, I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to just say that one time, and y'all can blurt it out later. We won't blurt it. He don't, I, he don't affect nothing going on over here. This dude, to me, is an attention whore. He's always been an attention whore. He seeks attention for everything that he does. You can go, let's go before this. Think of all the stunts he didn't pull. He jumped on stage at the damn AMAs. You know what I'm saying? He said George Bush don't care about black people, and that was crazy, but because it supported us, we was like, yeah, but the shit was still crazy to be on, on, a, on a marathon or whatever that was to blurt out that, to spew out that um, ballsy statement. You see what I'm saying? And I believe you. I believe you too. He believes everything that he says. He knows exactly what, what, what's going to happen if I say this. You see, we talking about it. Not only us, they didn't hashtag but it did on it, Twitter. But did it backfire? It doesn't matter. See, people think it, it, it's about album sales. People don't sell records no more. It ain't about no albums. Mm -hmm. It's about attention. That's what, it's about brands. Whether your brand is good, bad, or indifferent, it's about mentioning. Just mention my name. And let me, let me get on every platform there possibly is. This dude's getting on platforms I ain't never heard of, but mm -hmm. it's popular Amongst those people that watch that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the name of the game in music now. People don't sell records no more. People are streaming. People are buying subscriptions. You see what I'm saying? So people already got their money. They ain't trying to sell no records. I need to garner enough attention to, to put me in a position for the next move. Mm -hmm. Now, it was foul. Okay. Foul for him to use slavery mm -hmm. as a stepstone. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Foul. That's foul. Like, and so when you start spewing that type of rhetoric, I got to tune you out automatically. But that's just it. When do we tune no, them out? See, when do we you turn them out? Oh, wait, but wait, but we'll see what, what, well, like for me, I have immediately went on my page, and I know we're out of, we're running out of time, but this is, this is something that, that's on, heavy on our hearts, sure, right? Sure. The topic within itself is the fact that while for me, I immediately said mute him, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And like mute meaning I don't want to hear it. Right. But that's not to say crucify him or whatever. Not to say, I'm right, saying, right. No, 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 not you. But, but the thing that we are, what I'm trying to say as far as muting him, period, is it's not about us just mm -hmm. tuning him out. He is giving people who are very dangerous power by utilizing his platform that way. He's giving them ammunition mm -hmm. to do BS to us. We already have. But see, some, my opinion is they were going to do the B. They doing the BS anyway. They are, but now they have leverage. What leverage? Because there are people. We, because, because, because we gave Kanye you know, too much because power. Because there are a lot of people that are sheepish. I'm not saying oh, that we're sheepish. Oh, everybody's sheepish. Not, not saying us that in this we room, are. But the majority of people in this world are sheepish, sheepish. Period. And there are a lot of people that are going to be like, well, you know what? He's one of y'all. And even he said, it's one thing when they say that we're saying it mm -hmm. and they have their guilt and their, you know, liberalism and they're like, you know, we, we're mm -hmm. the good guys, you mm -hmm. know, whatever. But when you see somebody else, he's like, oh, he's mm -hmm. the, no, no, we don't have to say now he's saying That's it. only if we support this dude. 
If we support them, yeah, they're going to look at us and say, yeah, but that's not, one of you guys. But we don't, if we saying, yo, we don't even listen to this clown. Right. It's like Carson. Carson. Exactly. Yeah, we don't support Carson. Carson. Listen to that clown. But crab. look what he's doing. But, the but, same, but, but, we, but, but he lost, he lost this community. Like, yeah, it's, it's we done. It's done. Get it. But it's affecting, thank you. But it's affecting, thank you. It's affecting our community. As long as they still have those people in the community, they're going to affect the community It reminds me of an episode. No, he's putting laws right now for income. But then those laws are going to be implemented anyway. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Unless you got somebody who's in there. You got somebody don't know what they're doing making decisions, dog. But there's people in there. I hear y'all, but what I'm saying is there's people in there that's going to make those... There's nobody in these... I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat... And hear me clear. We done got called quiet. Hear me clear. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, whatever. Y'all choosing these sides and these parties... Socialist, right here. And these parties... That's the downfall. The Republicans and Democrats, while they sit up there and bicker on the news, on TMZ, on CNN and all of that, they down at the lodge or wherever they at having a, a glass of whiskey laughing, counting their money. And I want to so trade them in. I want to trade them in. You remember? You know what it reminds all me of? All of them. It reminds me. Remember, you, remember, you, remember the race, you remember the racist, I mean, the, um, the racial draft that... Uh, uh, oh, you want to trade? I want to trade them in. I want to trade them in. Anybody. Give me anybody else. Who would trade Kanye West for? I'll take Justin Timberlake. Trade no. his ass in. I, <laughs> no, 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 I ain't trade. And listen, he can yo wherever y'all said he was in the sunken place. Let Kanye go back to the sunken place. I'm gonna place. pray for him. He's already there. Yeah, pray I'm for, pray for him. I welcome Kanye on this couch. I used to a few episodes ago. You know, we I was rocking him out. Yes. You know, oh yeah, you know, we got it on tape. We got it on tape. I was like Kanye's, man, you know. But you know, oh, Kanye, man. you just you you you've done got me sad. I'm a, but you know what? I, I'm not even gonna take that away from you, Kat, because nobody could have guessed that he would have gone this low. But he needs to get off the, his wife's couch and come here. I'm not surprised. Look, and bring it and bringing closure to this particular topic. This is what I do want to say, and bring closure to this topic. I feel you, Trey, because I was talking to an activist the other day. I asked him about the Kanye situation. They said, Carl, don't take this as any disrespect, my man. But at the age of 32, I'm at a point now where nothing that Kanye West says rewrites history. So it does not even matter to me. That was a clownish statement, dog. And, he, and, and get out of here with that. Like, beat yo, go home. Go home. Get the hell out of here. Real quick. What you just said, um, what is it? The, um, now, what did he say? He talked to who? The activist. Uh, the activist. Uh, what did he say at yeah. the end of that? To me. He pretty much talking about. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter to you. Yeah, absolutely. The individual. Absolutely. But we're not talking about the, the individual. individual. That's, that's what, what we're trying what to saying. say. That's of course, what, that's it don't matter to me either. Like, but he's a more than us. Every, that's a good point because it's because. Ah, uh, I'm a There you go. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. And T.I. said this. The scary thing about it is he has such a major platform and an impact. And that's my problem. I, look, he's been on our side of the field, you know. For I mean, for the for a while. I'm just saying. I'm just and saying. That's my that, problem. That's my problem. Know, we, we put him up on the pedestal. That's my problem yeah. from the beginning. Before he even started spewing all of this, mm -hmm. we put him there. Why the hell we put him there? Him? Why did we put him there? So now you got to reap. Now you got to reap what you sow. That's my issue. It goes before this even happened. Carl is cut off. Ah, what happened? Let's, let's, oh, okay. 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 Yeah, and like we put, we, we gotta, put him, we gave him the platform. We gotta wrap this. Wrap, yeah, but actually, and, we should have wrapped it up like ten minutes ago. I, I gotta but. say this before we wrap it up. Two quick things we gotta get out there. Um, MTV's Yo MTV Raps is returning as a digital series. Okay, so they, they're actually gonna have a 30th anniversary concert 
held in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center on June 1st. Where? So Where? Oh, goodness. Park, in Barclays Brooklyn. <laughs> okay. And look, so, so, so check that out. And the last thing is uh, Bob Duro, um, the man who created the Schoolhouse Rock songs, he just passed away the Yo, age of 94. Yes. So, Bob Duro, you know you are responsible. Up, up to him for yeah, sure. Yeah, he know. responsible. And everywhere that my crew go, you know we get down. You know that they're nouns. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's where we got it from, ladies and gentlemen, just in case you didn't know, man. So rest in peace, Bob. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Appreciate your contribution. Well, thank, thank you, Carl. No, no. Want? Well, no, you were going to say thank you. Uh, yeah, I was oh, going to write this. I just want to person, personally and publicly apologize to the editing team. Our production team is off the chain. They're no amazing. Doubt. But sometimes we just, things are so deep yeah. that we have to just keep on going. And I know on the back end, they're going to be like, I can't believe we went overtime. But again, I have to apologize. But I, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> well, actually, if you think about it, it's only 8 o'clock. What do you mean only? Uh, right. <laughs> and then when moving we're on. To, yeah, oh. that's why we moving on. Right. <laughs> okay. I thought it was the... Let's get his theme music going then. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was the end. <laughs> Until <laughs> next time. No, 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 no. no we no. still got to do one. This is the So? We don't sign off on this. I'm saying until next time with oh, him. Okay. See, you all loud and wrong. You can't be both. You can either be right, wrong or right. Oh, do it like he do it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You can't be loud and wrongly. Loud. Get your life. Is that how they do it? Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Wait, you got some more records or we going out? No, he got some more records. All right, cool. Let's go. Let's rock out. Let's rock out. What are we doing? Mm-mm. No, I guess you got a number of on the room, staring at candles. Who not? We're gonna write your do. Oh, alright. I think this is Hey, Lord, I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Business of bodies being I'm paranoid, sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always stressing, I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating. The blood starts coming out my nose. And somebody watching me yeah, um, But I don't know who it is, boy. so I'm watching my back. I can see him when I'm deep in the no, covers. But I ain't with that, he recalls for the rubber. He owns a black head like I own. A black suit and a cane like my own. So I'm like, say, yeah, you're still beat. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. That's why I'm a kill. I'm popping in the grip when the wind blows. And the 20 seconds got me deeping out my window. Investigation joint for traps. Take my telephone for taps. I'm staring at the woman on the corner. It's messed up when your mind is playing tricks on you. Help your sister out, please. Help your sister out, please. You know what? You don't have to always pick, pick up on stuff. I, I, that's my job. I'm a journalist now. I'm a Get your life. Get your life. Get your your life. Know me. It's like I'm a movie star. Get your life. First of all, it looks like and now how they do it? I'm not doing that. I'm not turning the wrist. None of that. Don't even mess up. Don't even mess up. Alright, cool. I was scared. I'm a monster. 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 I'
I got my head on a cold plate of brick. When I stop, I make a star that means I'm playing with the other team, man. I live by the but I'm not. I take my boys every black goat. Because I'm proud. I keep looking over my shoulder. Shout out to the LGBT community. Okay, right, 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 right. Thank you. Whatever letter y'all want to add on later on. Okay, stop right there. Right. They're going to crucify us. Okay. They're going to start picking it in a minute. Okay, so Trey, before you wrap it up. Sure. We gotta give props mm -hmm. to you, Governor. Right. Oh, yes. Recording. I forgot about Academy. that. Academy. Recording Academy of Washington DC. One of the governors. One of the governors. Excuse me. One of the governors. Yes. Let's give props. We gotta give props. We just not here sitting on the couch. We do things. We do things outside of this. And even people that you don't see that help us out behind the scenes. We have Nika. Nika Williams, part of the production team, who got her masters. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 yes! She got her masters. Today, we gotta give a props to That's Right, so, today. You know, today, today the graduation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and she yeah. still came to work. And she Thank still you. came. <laughs> okay, so, oh, gotta give props. <laughs> <laughs> gotta give props. Congrats, man. That's real. And, That's and, real. And, a, and a sweet welcome to our latest yes. member of the team, Kenya. Are you coming back? Oh, you <laughs> yeah, where's Kenya from? What school she represents? H U U No. That's right. That's right. What city she represents? Uh, Long Island, New York. Union there we go. Yes. <laughs> Blake's is not Brooklyn, so right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So you know, if the show gets crazier, we get more people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right, man. So look. We want to thank everybody for coming through. Dr. Adia McClellan for yes. coming through. We want to thank, of course, the roving reporter, my man, the intern, Carl, intern, you know, media. Yeah. That's what it is. Yes. That's your cousin. Yeah. I said my brother. All right. I made it explicit. Uh, by marriage, any way you want to say it. Uh, see, we, yo, Without the drama. That's, a, that's, another, that's another topic, you know. man. Women are very possessive. The whoa, 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 whoa. I'm starting right. to fire. Without I'm starting to fire. What? Y'all are possessive. Whoa. You're not? Absolutely Catch, you not. got your pins ready? Yo, yeah, I let's get pins. it. Next yeah, season, we're going to talk about that hip-hop, married to hip-hop. That's why. Yeah. Voodoo style. Okay. <laughs> we want to thank our lovely co-hosts over here, Kit Kat, Mrs. Lee, yeah. my brother over here, DJ Briggs. Yeah. My name is Casey Lee, and welcome. Hold on, we gotta thank the production team like we always do. Yeah, Shonda, Rob, Kenya, Nika, Tom, Dave, Divine, Carl, and our mascot, and our mascot. Nah, nah. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, sound effects, sound effects guy, you did okay. Okay, okay. okay. After you, know, you warmed up, you still, so you still on trial. You still on trial, yo. But thank everybody for tuning in and listening to another edition of Married to Hip Hop, Not the Drama with Tracy Lee. We will see y'all in another two Please. weeks. Make sure y'all join us, friend us on IG and Facebook at Married to Hip Hop Podcast. That's Married Please. to Hip Hop Podcast. And again, we will be broadcasting live from those pages, not mine, not anybody else's on this <laughs> panel. All right? And that comes from the producer over here. 
that gets cracking the whip right now. So anyway. Look, we need to get our numbers up yeah, we on do. the right pages. We do. We do. So thank y'all for tuning in. I hope y'all enjoyed the show. And we are out of here. Out. We are out. Easy. <laughs>